Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bloomscast. My name is Seth, aka Phantasma Blooms, and I'm coming to you pre-recorded from the game room. As always, I thank you for tuning in today. And that is officially the end of my script. Hello, everybody, welcome to the first episode of Bloomscast. I am so excited to be here with y'all. I know this has been a long time coming from multiple demo reels that you guys may have or may not have seen. Uh, there was a lot of things that kept closer to me and I was just like, man, this, this needs some work. <laughs> and to have this finally up and going, have um, a page where I can upload everything, a you know, working audio system that I can see the time going, I can see the little line going up. Nice. <laughs> um, and just really being able to record the first episode, like official episode after all this time, just feels so invigorating. And I hope that some of my energy is getting out to all of y'all right now. Like, seriously, hope you're having a good afternoon, good morning, good night. If you're going to bed listening to this, sleep tight. But I, I'm i just excited, yo. Like, this is a whole new ball game. And I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> like most sports. But anyway, so, as I said, this is episode one. Also, before I really get into it, Happy Lunar New Year, everybody. I swear I did not plan to start Plumescast, you know, with my star motif uh, on the Lunar New Year. It just happened to line up. And you know what? It's a great way for me to remember it because I am god-awful with dates. But that said, I wanted to start, like, the whole Plumescast series with kind of a what is Plumescast? conversation where I talk about who I am because I realize that not everybody that's listening to this right now has ever had the opportunity to meet me and if you're new hi hello how are you I hope you're doing well (laughs) um (laughs) I mean I feel like I'm you know Dora the Explorer just like hi how are you today three two one that's great (laughs) but i wanted to also talk about like the style of the show um and how the show runs like when you can expect it how long it can be i might do a little more like of a deeper in-depth topic um kind of doing more in depth with like plumes cast stuff depending on time because let's be fair i can ramble and then if i can i actually already have the first topic uh received from chat about gotcha gaming that I want to get into, and if I don't get into it this time, you know, I will probably mark that in the description of this, because one of the key things about Plumescast is I wanted this to be very much in the style of a Twitch broadcast, where it's not pre-recorded 100%. There's not a lot of editing that I can do prior to. I can do, like, a bunch of effects and stuff and press buttons and be like, yay! But... I wanted this to be, you know, in that same vein of I'm going to stumble over my words. I'm going to stumble over my thoughts a little bit. And I'm going to have other people here, too. You know, I wanted this to be like an open channel for like my friends to come on and us to have conversations and you guys be a part of it. I want to be able to like impart 
plumes, pearls of wisdom. Because there are many times like when I'm talking on stream and somebody's like, hey, I'm having this kind of issue. And let's be 100% fair before I really go any deeper than that. Um, I by no means am not a licensed psychiatrist. But if I can offer you some kind of advice, having experienced the world through 27 years, then I want to be able to do that. Because it kind of goes back to the whole reason why I started streaming, and I'll get to that a little bit later. But, you know, at the end of the day, Bloomscast is whatever I really feel like talking about. I might come to y'all with a news story like, BREAKING NEWS, BREAKING NEWS, BREAKING NEWS! Nintendo has destroyed all MP3s. If you want to listen to the Mother 3 soundtrack, you have to import the game and put it in your Game Boy, boys. Oh, dude. Oh, that, that's seriously like a whole conversation for another time. But I also, you know, want it to be interactable with you guys. So that's why I've set up, and I will touch back on this later on, um... There's a Discord out that you can find for, you know, the Plumes Paradise. It's my Discord for streams, for podcasts, and for other projects I get involved in. Like, usually every month or so, I will either be involved in some kind of charity event, or I will be supporting somebody else who is doing one. Uh, the past few times, I've been helping with my friend Osmaneku do... Uh, DJ showcases where he does a DJ set for charity and usually I'm just in the background doing IT stuff harassing chat per the usual (laughs) sometimes flirting but you know it's what the people want and that's what the people get (laughs) but anyway as I mentioned early on I know this is probably the first time I've really talked with any of y'all And I want to do a brief, you know, I'm going to say brief, I like to ramble. I'm going to aim for the 60 second elevator speech of who I am. So, let's see if I can still do it in 3, 2, 1. Hello, my name is Seth. I am a variety streamer on twitch.tv slash phantasmaplumes. You can find me at on Twitter at Phantasma Plumes, and you can find me on YouTube by searching Phantasma Plumes. I haven't gotten big enough to the point where I can put that on a channel page. I'm working on it. I really am. But <laughs> um, I tend, like I said, I'm a variety streamer. I play a bunch of different games. Uh, most recently, I've been playing Dokapon Kingdom with my best friend, Jaleel, aka Worldwide Simp Pie. Uh, I always want to mispronounce that, and I just want to make sure this is in recording. And this is one one shot, one shot to get this right. So it's Worldwide Simp Pie. Um, Well, you know, he deserves recognition. Go give it to him. But we've been playing Dokapon Kingdom together Mondays at 8. Wednesdays, I've been playing Sakuna of Rice and Ruin at 8. And then Fridays, I listen to chat for recipes, and I cook. This week, I'm making a pork masala which I am super excited for because I haven't had pork in a while. And really, you know, I can't even really say that because my wonderful girlfriend, fox wife, um, garden mom, everything had done something super amazing for me. She went out and brought me lunch because I forgot mine at home. 
and it was just super nice of her. So, Julia, if you're listening to this, thank you. I really appreciate it. I love you. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> before I embarrass myself more on stream and in recording, um, <laughs> essentially, as you can tell, I'm a happy-go-lucky guy. I really try to bring energy into the room wherever I'm at. Uh, I am a system administrator currently. I'm gunning for a chief information officer position. So even though I'm kind of an idiot, I'm also really smart. Just don't ask me about history or geography because I can't. I can't. I can't. It, Dude, like, I, I used to be super amazingly good at remembering things. And nowadays, not so much, you know? Um, honestly, they were my weakest subjects in school because I could never manipulate them in a way that would help me. So, like, math, I could break down equations in practice, and I understand it. Uh, foreign languages, I can speak Spanish and Japanese. Uh, I could break down, like, the way you ask a question in Japanese. You know, I'm, and of course, now I'm blaking. Like... My name is Seth. Ah, God, my bless. Um, Which is that guy over there. What's his name? Honestly, I could have done that a lot better. But, you know, let's be fair. Anytime somebody asks you, like, oh, how do you say this? You're going to trip. You're going to trip over it. Unless it's your first language, and even if, even if it is your first language, you're going to trip over it. So, you know, be kind. I, I, I swear I can speak Japanese, I promise. <laughs> and honestly, I'm at like N4 proficiency, so I couldn't really go into the business world with it if I wanted to. Uh, but I can, you know, do basic conversation, and my Spanish is kind of at that same point now, too. Despite the fact that I've studied both for like six, seven, eight years. But anyway, um, I, in my free time, I like to read, I like to be outside, I've been described as a sunflower where if I don't get enough sunshine, I get all depressed, so, you know, it's kind of true, I like being out with my friends, I like being, uh, you know, just away from technology, which is strangely ironic, considering that I'm recording a podcast in front of three monitors over a whirling computer. And I have made that my career path. Hmm. <laughs> but anyway, now that you kind of know a little bit about me, and of course, if you have questions about me, uh, there is an email address you can send questions, comments, concerns to. It is plumescast at gmail.com. Um, these questions actually have a kind of key part in the show. So a lot, the style of the show is basically, like I said, conversations, and then I want to be able to offer plumes, pearls of wisdom. You know, this is something that I've taken from my dad where I kind of give some words of advice. Now, unfortunately, my father is no longer with us. He passed in 2016, uh, due to cancer. But one thing that he would always stress to me is what he called dad man's pearls of wisdom. And he'd start it off like this. <clears throat> boom. Oh, no. Hey, boom. I think it's time for another dad man's pearl of wisdom. Go. Or he'd have, like, some line and then he'd follow up with, And that was another dad man's pearl of wisdom. 
I'm just like, Jesus, Dad. <laughs> but I, I wanted to do the same thing, you know, not only in honor of him, but to kind of reach back to my community. Because as I was saying before previously, and if I've said it before, I apologize. Um, but I've also done like multiple takes of this first podcast because I was just like, I want to make sure this one's perfect. Everything else after me can be whatever. I want this to be perfect. <laughs> but anyway, um, I wanted to be able to have like conversations with you guys about, you know, the things you're going through. Uh, I've noticed when I was doing cooking streams and I was actually able to, you know, talk and have like actual full on conversations because I'm not focusing on a game that's like trying to kick my ass. Like, hey, you guys actually want to talk about things, like talk about schoolwork or I'm stressing out about this. And I wanted this to kind of be an additional avenue of, you know, hey, I have this problem. You know, what would you do in this situation? In fact, um, I actually, from having Plumescast demos open up, uh, I have a couple of questions in from, you know, a couple of the viewers. So I have one saved up on my screen now. Uh, We'll get to it a little bit later. So I think that lucky person will be very excited when he hears this question. But anyway, to kind of continue on about Plume's cast and then, you know, talk more about the overarching meta of Plume's cast and the Plume cinematic universe, um, I just want to note this part. Uh, Streams will basically, or streams, I'm sorry, uh, podcasts will usually run for anywhere from like 30 minutes longer. 30 minutes right now is kind of my goal mark just because... I want to make sure I'm putting out enough content every week for you guys. And if you guys want a longer podcast, I can do a longer podcast. If you want a shorter podcast, I I will fully understand why. And I'll do it shorter. But you guys can expect to see these every Sunday. Um, This one's special because, obviously, first one. But usually Sundays, probably about 2 o'clock. I got to do a little more research to figure out if I can automate that all the way through. So that way, you know, at 2 o'clock, you get a nice notification from Spotify saying, Hey, there's a new episode of Bloomscast. Blooms talks about rocks. Please don't make me talk about rocks. <laughs> but I will say, though, um, going into why I decided to do Bloomscast in general and, like, what were my inspirations and my hopes for the show, like... I really went into this as a means to connect more with my fan base and, you know, maybe meet some new people along the way. It's, you know, if you're trying to be anything in any type of business, you really got to spread yourself out to some degree. You don't want to spread yourself too thin because then you'll be, you know, worn out and your content will suffer. But... In this, you know, crazy time we're in, I wanted to try and do just a little bit more. Because, let's be fair, even though I am a, you know, part-time streamer, I stream three days a week for maybe six hours a week, sometimes longer, depending on the cooking stream and how long that takes to cook. But I understand that compared to other content creators, I'm not putting out, like, all the clips all the time. Like, there's a YouTube page. 
and I implore you to go look at it because I've been practicing, you know, video editing skills, and it's been really fun figuring out how to do new and exciting things, like this recent set of clips I'm super excited for, I can kind of give you a little bit into, um, from the previous Dokapon Kingdom stream, I, Jaleel and I had encountered what we call Lord Doritos. This is like a monster that is basically a smoke cloud with eyes, but the eyes are just like red and hazed over and it's always looking left and right, left and he looks like a smoke, or like a weed cloud, let's be fair. Like he looks so high and I'm just like, bruh. Like we first encountered Lord Doritos six years ago. And the memory of Lord Doritos still lives in our hearts. If you're following me on Twitter, actually after the stream, uh, I posted a video of Jaleel and I just literally on the floor laughing our hearts out. Just because, like, this thing's so stupid. You know, he's just sitting there. He doesn't do much of anything. He's OP if he hits you. But otherwise, we just gave him this full narrative of, you know... He just was this dude that was out looking for Doritos, and he was just high as a kite. Or no, he was looking for Mountain Dew, and he went up to the mountains. Like, if you play Dokoban Kingdom, the first time you'll encounter Lord Doritos himself is in the top north northwest. Yes, I just did the fucking north, south, or northeast, southwest on my hand, but <laughs> it's... Um, He's just chilling out in the mountains, and, like, he's just so derby. So we we gave him this voice, all right? I gave him this voice. I was like, hey, man, um, you know where I can find some Mountain Dew? And, like, that's how it started. Lord Doritos went up to the great mountains to find him some Mountain Dew. He wanted that vanity point to find his Mountain Dew, and he is still searching because every now and again, once you encounter him the first time, he will randomly appear. And every time he does, hey man, have you found the have you found the Doritos? Have you found the Mountain Dew? I we have not gotten far enough in the game to see if there's a red palette swap, like an angry Lord Doritos. But we have already decided if there is. Yo, that is do found Doritos, you know? But anyway, I just went off a whole tangent. See, this is why I, I want to do the podcast, because I can go on full tangents just talking to myself about things that happen on the stream. And, you know, I hope that some of y'all are getting a laugh out of it. Or at least they're smiling, and it's just like, man, that idiot. <laughs> it's okay. I'm used to being bullied. But... <laughs> it's... Um, so, you know, that kind of all bleeds into why I wanted to do podcast or plumes cast because, you know, in part of, I wanted to be able to communicate with you guys and be able to give you more like concrete, uh, conversations and be able to give some life advice and be able to give some extra laughs. But mainly too, I've had a lot of people come up to me and say, Hey, I want to watch your stream live. I can't. You know, and it sucks. I wish there was some way I could just listen to you in the car. How many people have come up and said that? Believe it or not, there's actually been like four or five. So I was just like, and I already was kind of thinking about doing a podcast. Because to go into the inspirations, there is two. 
Uh, the first one is Mr. Chris Broad of the Abroad in Japan podcast. I really just look up to him and Pete Donaldson for continuously putting out, you know, podcasts twice a week. Um, and I know I'm just like advertising, you know, the best way of living in Japan without actually being in Japan. But really, it's just inspiring, you know, to see people that are both already putting out so much content to then further it out more and give a, you know, solid way to talk back to their fans. Even though they, you know, say that's not super popular, you know, it has made my commute to work that much easier. And that commute to work is also another reason why I wanted to do Plumescast. Because, let's be entirely fair, alright? Imagine with me. Don't close your eyes if you're driving, but imagine with me, okay? You are sitting in traffic. Nothing is moving. Hang on, you know what? I'll give you a little ASMR content. You're sitting in traffic. Nothing is moving. You want to continue on, but the brake lights continue on as far as you can see. Your songs, your favorite songs, do nothing as fatigue washes over you. You just want something to talk to. You try talking to yourself, and it just is to no avail. You've talked to yourself all day. Why do you want to keep talking to yourself? So you reach down, and you turn off your music. And you scream in frustration. But wait! <laughs> but wait! There's a cure for that, and that's a Plume's cast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I am so sorry for any headphones users. I should... I w- if I went back and did anything in post, I should put like a headphone warning incoming. But... <laughs> um... I, you know, I wanted to be kind of y'all's distraction. Let's, and this, you know, kind of all goes back to why I started streaming. I started streaming back in like 2021, 2022-ish, or not 2022, this is 2022. Um, I really started streaming back in like 2020 when the pandemic was going on and everybody was super depressed and I wanted to be just inspiration. I wanted to give joy. I wanted to spread joy. And honestly, if I'm repeating this, I apologize. That's why I'm making this part quick. Um, But I wanted to spread joy. I wanted to give people a reason to smile, to laugh. And I think doing podcasts, or not podcasts, streams did that. Like, a lot of people have come up and said, hey, you know, you make me smile. I look forward to your streams. I look forward to laughing with you. I look forward to lo- laughing at you. Those hurt a little bit. But <laughs> um, all in all, it's been just an overall positive experience. And I kind of want to extend that reach. And let's be fair, too. It's been really positive for me. It's given me an opportunity to express myself in a way that I couldn't do before and you know especially because I work a secluded job by nature I'm a sysadmin I basically make sure all the computer stuff works I also test new things I also bring in new equipment I don't get to decide the budget I'm not at that point yet but 
you know, I'm getting there. But I didn't get to talk to people. I didn't get to, you know, have conversations. And, like, especially at my job, I didn't really get to talk to people around my age. So I couldn't make the jokes I wanted to make or talk about the things I wanted to talk about. And because of, you know, streaming, I was able to, you know, develop into my personality that much more. And I hope in some regard I've inspired some people like Chris Broad has inspired me. You know, it may not be many people, but if I'm making one person smile a day, like one more person that wasn't going to smile, then I did a damn good job that day. And I'm proud of that. But anyway, excuse me. Now to kind of uh, tie it all back. And you know, that kind of really went on for hopes of the show too. Like I really do just want this to be your excuse, your escape, your, you know, couple of minutes to just vibe out and enjoy, you know, just chilling and listening to me and my radio voice. Mm, yes. And all the wacky voices I can do. Hmm. But, oh, that's right. I had to, I apologize for this in advance. I truly do. But I promised my girlfriend I would Alright, I got it all out of my system. It's good. It's great. <laughs> oh man. Alright, so I think uh I think that's enough to kind of give y'all what Bloomscast is about and give you give you a good little introduction to me and everything else. So I want to move on to the question of the night. So this was received by Jello, a longtime viewer of the show, and he asked, "Hang on, I'll, I'll give you, I'll, I'll give it a little uh, vocal warm up." <clears throat> As we are now, our planet is dying in a fast pace. We have done so much irreparable damage to the Earth. Let's say you have a choice to completely reset the Earth. It will be just a rock and we will have to rely on an asteroid to give us water and hope for something to evolve. There is no guarantee anything in, or that anything and Earth might become an empty husk. I'm reading this word for word. The other option is to let Earth slowly rot and watch materials diminish and slowly deplete. He, he he really didn't ask much of a question there, but at the same time, like let's in the it's like the trolley example, you know. You either pull the lever and one person dies, or you don't pull the lever and five people die. There's like a whole bunch of different variations of it. If you Google trolley issue, you will find what I'm talking about. But it's an interesting question. Because, honestly, you know, global warming is a big hit topic right now. Um, it's been a big topic. But with the evolution of NFTs and crypto basically sucking energy like, you know, a fat kid sucks soda sh through a straw, it really kind of makes you think, you know, what? how far can we really press the resources that we have before everything starts to diminish to nothingness? I didn't know this, and it's thanks to Smiling Friends, uh, the Adult Swim show, that 
I heard about this. But in like 10 to 15 years, we will have no helium left on the planet Earth. Apparently, it's a finite resource, and we've just been using it for balloons. And honestly, what? Like, I would do it too, honestly. If I could do it all again, I would. I love seeing balloons in the air. Um, but it's, it's just an interesting question because it's like you do, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Honestly, in the current state of the world, I would say leave things as they are. Like, I would not reset anything because you, if you reset something, right, you basically stop all human progress and that nearly guarantees death. Now... You say, like, oh, well, the earth will slowly rot and watch its materials diminish and slowly deplete. We're already kind of living that. So really what we need to do is use the remaining resources that we have and find some type of either renewable solution or start looking beyond our own planet. It's a terrible mindset to think about because I... Let me be real. Like, as cool as... Elon Musk and SpaceX seem, I don't want to leave this planet. Like, ah, and it's funny because, like, I, when I was a kid, astronaut was one of my first goals. And the reason why I fell out of it was because I had a seventh grade physics teacher that hated me for no particular reason that would forcibly grade me as incorrect, even though I had the same answers and same, like, proof as other students in the class. I do not know what vendetta she had against me. But it was like, I, I, I hated I hated physics from that moment on because I had just such a bad, um, such a bad taste in my mouth. And, like, even computing and all to the level that I can do it. Because, let's be fair, I got my degree in, you know, information security and assurance, which is basically cybersecurity. Um, I never really wanted to work with technology like I have. It's only been like a series of coincidences that kind of opened my eyes to, oh man, I can really work with computers well. Crazy. Um, you know, I make the computer do the turn on. It do the good. But, (laughs) um, it's like if I got the opportunity to fly up to, you know, outside of the solar, or outside of the solar system, that'd be something completely different. If I could go up, like, do the SpaceX ride, be out in space for, like, 15 minutes, and then come back down, hell yeah, I'd do that. If I could go to the moon, hell yeah, I'd go. I want to see if moon rabbits are real, and if it's made of cheese, yo. I know it's not, but the moon rabbits, you never know. <laughs> Toho has taught me a number of things. But, <laughs> um, I would do that in a heartbeat. But as far as, like, getting up and leaving Earth completely, I couldn't do it. Especially if it meant going to terraform Mars. Because let's be entirely fair, too, guys. Like, if you signed up for that program... Because... And this is the thing that irks me. Is people are like, oh, this Mars program is just a way for rich people to escape the planet after they've done their damage. To some degree, I do agree to that, you know? I could see that. Like, they're... You do it like uh, WALL-E 
and have them on like this enterprise ship that takes care of all their needs. It costs like I don't know a hundred thousand dollars to get one ticket on there, and then you're good. But and like leave everyone else to do all the work. But at the same time, like if you are one of the first goers to Mars, you're gonna have to do a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. Like, to even begin to terraform Mars, if that's even possible for us right now, you have to build, like, different shelters from the ground up, and you have no real protection from the hostilities of, you know, being on a celestial planet, or celestial body. And it's just, you know, people that make the argument, it's just like, I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, this is, this would literally be a second hell to some degree because you're constantly going to be working. If something breaks, you're going to be on the ground running or everybody's going to die. In some regards, I can relate that back to IT just because, you know, it would be the most thankless job ever, but nobody's going to come and, you know, pat you on the back. You're going to build out this entire system. It's going to work amazingly. And no one's going to say, hey, man, uh, thank you so much. No, they're just going to be like, hey, man, there's a there's a patch in the ozone. Or there's a patch in the airlock. Oh, we're dying. Hurry up and fix it. Thanks. Yeah, you know, it'd be that sarcastic, like, thanks. Ooh. God, imagine a Karen on Mars. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't know. I didn't want this to be a horror podcast. <laughs> um, so no, I would say we should use our remaining resources and do what we can as a population. Because I will say, if the pandemic has taught us anything, we can definitely do a lot of good as far as limiting, um, you know, our e-waste, our carbon footprint, like. I don't know how many of you really remember it because, like, these past few years have been a blur. And honestly, if it all blends together and you can't remember as well, you know, I understand. But, like, at the start of COVID when everything was locking down and everybody was put within their houses, like, yo, you know how nice the roads were? (laughs) Like, and how cheap gas was? Like, I, well, fortunately, unfortunately, depends on how you look at it. I was an essential worker. Uh, I was in the construction industry at the time. So I still had to go to work and go into the office to make sure all the systems were up and running. Unless there was, like, an outbreak in the office and then I could work from home. But I lived close to the office anyway. Like, I was maybe, at worst, 20 minutes away. But as soon as COVID traffic hit, I could get to and from in like five minutes. The lights were always green. It was nice. Didn't have to worry about accidents. Like, it, I hated it because I knew what it was and I felt, this. it kind of felt almost dystopian at times because you're used to seeing so many people and then there's nobody. Damn, did I have some fun drives. (laughs) Oh, it was fun. I don't wish that back at all. 
But if I could just close my eyes and imagine clear roads going down the highway, you know, no cars in sight. Ah, pure, pure bliss. Pure shiose. But <laughs> it, mm, I believe we as humans and just humanity in general um, have a lot of saying power in global warming and the environmental damage that we do. And I believe it's going to be one of those, like, as bad as it is to say, it's going to be one of those situations where we're going to be falling on our face, like the doomsday clock has run out and everybody's now in red alert to bring down carbon emissions and all. It'll take some type of, you know, I hope not catastrophic event, but some major wake-up call to make, you know, everybody realize, oh, yeah, no, we, th- this is our planet. This is where we live. Let's let's fix it. And then it'll, you know, get better for a little while. And hopefully, you know, it won't be like most New Year's resolutions where you lose two pounds, plateau, and then gain four pounds by the end of the year. It's a little bit more, you know, depending on your case. But I hope that, you know, we actually stick with it. At least that's my hope and prayer. But anyway, I think I have been rambling for more than long enough for this first episode. Uh, guys, seriously, I just want to say thank you all so much for listening in. Um, like I said, I hope this is the first of many. I'm really excited to bring other people on and have like conversations with them. But if you want to get involved with me and the show, make sure you drop a follow on Twitter at Phantasma Plumes. Send your questions, comments, concerns, and pearls of wisdom request over to plumescast at gmail.com. And as always, guys, thank you so much for listening in, and I'll talk to you again from the stars very soon. Until next time, everyone, see ya!